Welcome to another episode of Tooth and Claw, where Wes, the Grizz Kid himself, recounts true tales of wild animal attacks. This week, we're talking about black bears, which Wes, being a wildlife biologist specializing in bears, and his brother Jeff have extensive experience with. And I, Mike, have seen one once. We actually have two stories to share with you this week, so we hope you enjoy them. Once again, uh, because we're just starting out on this whole podcasting thing, every single rating and review that we get actually really helps us out a lot. So please, if you have a moment to spare, rate our podcast and subscribe to it. Thank you. All right, let's get on to the episode. All right, so we are back. You guys see any good movies or TV during your quarantine? Uh, I've been watching Ozark, and then I am re-watching season one of True Detective, Ooh, mostly that's because... That's the only one I liked. Yeah, and because Matthew McConaughey is like such a nihilist in that, and he like thinks that nothing matters, that it really speaks to how I feel <laughs> during this quarantine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's just like... It's a good yeah, character to relate to. It's, yeah. it's, I've, I weirdly relate to him right now, which is... Yeah, probably not the best. I didn't even think about So I actually just watched Shawshank Redemption. And that's kind of like, maybe that's a little Howard feeling. Yeah, we're trapped. Yeah. But I kind of like it. Yeah. I think I'd thrive in Shawshank. I'll say I'll say this much. The, the... Would you be with the, you wouldn't go not with the, the sisters. <laughs> not the sisters. All right. <laughs> just making I mean, sure. You just, I mean, what are we talking about today? We are talking about black bears. Uh, so, you know, this is something that's right up mine and Jeff's alley. Yeah. We both worked on a black bear project for a few years. Um, we've collared a lot of black bears. We've crawled into black bear dens. We've gotten comfortable enough with black bears to where I would probably be more scared encountering like a pit bull in the woods than I would a black bear. I definitely would be. So wait, you're saying a pit bull in the, just out in the forest, you'd be afraid of that? Much more so than a black bear. If someone's dog was just like loose oh, and I ran into just, it. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not anti pit bull or anything, but like. I know the behavior of a black bear much better than I know of like a pit bull or of some other animal that I encounter. Yeah. And so for me, black bears, because I know their behavior so well, a lot of that fear is gone. And sure. that's kind of like the purpose of this podcast Yeah. is to teach I, people how to recognize the right behaviors to not be afraid of the animal. I think for me, if I see like a pit bull deep in the woods, I'd be like, this is pretty weird. I'm afraid of this pit bull more than a black that's, bear. That's true. But if I see a black bear in the neighborhood, I'd be more afraid of a black bear in the neighborhood really? than a pit bull. Because I'd I be like, think, yeah, I don't this know. black bear is obviously like comfortable around people. Yeah. This is a pretty weird it bear. It would be kind of weird. So that's my How about take like on in The it. Simpsons, though, where Homer sees the bear and it just sits <laughs> down? It's just like, <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so we're talking about black bears. Um, black bear attacks are incredibly rare. They're not a common thing. The fact that you are dealing with an animal that can be a predator, you know, they're mostly eating vegetation and insects and stuff, but they can be predatory. And the fact that they're responsible for so few attacks, given how many bears there are and how close they live to people, they're really rare. This doesn't happen very often. You're really selling this podcast right yeah. now. Yeah, well, I'm just letting you guys know that this isn't a common thing. Cause, a cause, lot more pit bull attacks than black oh, bear for attacks. Sure. And this is an animal that a lot of people are going to end up seeing at some point in their lives. And I don't want them to be afraid of them. I want them to have a healthy respect for them and like know that this is an animal that can kill you if it wants to. Yeah. But more often than not, they want nothing to do with us. And they're going to try and get away. 
Is that kind of insulting? I don't know. I feel like they could reciprocate a little better. What do you like, mean? We're all interested Explain. in black bears. We like to go out and see them and stuff. Yeah. Oh, they don't like really they care about us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's probably from a, like a long history of us persecuting them pretty badly. Persecution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we there used to be campaigns where they just kill them to get rid of them. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, they have plenty of reasons not to like us. Yeah. Usually, usually we spell trouble for them, and they don't usually spell trouble for us. Um. So they are really shy, and they also, and part of that too is because they evolved with grizzly bears, and uh, in some parts of their range they evolved with grizzly bears. In the west they did, and so they know that they are like not top dog. So they're more of a flight than a fight. Um, grizzly bears are often more of a fight than a flight. Yeah. These guys like to just get away. They're also incredible tree climbers, so they know that if they can just get up a tree, they're probably safe. So they do occasionally attack people. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to start, um, we're actually going to do two quick stories. We're going to start with one that's kind of been in the news a bit recently. Uh, and it's because of some comments this woman made that was attacked about her health insurance and like how much of a nightmare that was for her navigating health insurance after her attack because of like the extensive surgeries that she had. I'm assuming this happened in the United States though. It did. Okay. Yeah. And she, she was like a big Bernie supporter because, uh, her health insurance was like such a nightmare for her. She mm -hmm. said it was worse than the attack, um, <laughs> which is like saying a lot because she had her face ripped off. Yeah. All right. So this is Elena Hansen. <laughs> this is a story I'd heard about a lot because my professor, Tom Smith, my mentor, had talked about her. And, and there's this idea, kind of like what we were just talking about, that like black bears don't attack people. They're these kind of like, they're the teddy bears of the bear family, you know? And, and this woman had heard all this stuff, and so she wasn't afraid of them. And then, like, she did everything kind of right, and the bear attacked her. And so my mentor would always say, like, yeah, they don't attack people until they do, you know, which doesn't make a lot of log logical sense, but, it, but it's true. No, that makes sense. Okay, good, yeah. good. So, yeah, every once in a while, you know, 999 out of 1,000 bears aren't going to attack you, but that one might, and that's the bear that you have to prepare for. So Alina Hansen. She's a single, at the, at the time of her attack in 2008, she's a single 58-year-old woman. She lives on this big 70-acre plot of land in the mountains outside of Bakersfield, the Sequoia Mountains Where's in, Cali Baker in uh, California. Yeah. yeah, She's like a pretty confident woman, you know, older woman, kind of out doing her thing. She has one kid that's off on his own now, and she kind of works this land by herself, and she's just kind of living this solitary life out in the California mountains. And one day she's out and she's working on this spring system. It was like a, a way that she got water to like her crops or something. I'm not totally sure, but it was like a spring well, essentially, where she had you know, natural spring water that she was using in some way. And she was out there working on it because it was jammed or something. And she was inside this well, like up to her chest in spring water working. And then she gets out and right as she gets out, her legs were getting numb. So she decides to get out of the water. She's looking around and it's this really idyllic kind of Walt Disney, like there's butterflies and birds chirping and everything's green and beautiful. And as she's turning her head, she sees a black bear and it's 10 feet away. 10 feet? Yeah. And it's just staring at her. And she says within a split second of meeting the gaze with the bear, the bear attacks her. And it takes half a second for it to cover that distance and it's on top of her. Some good acceleration yeah. on that bear. Yeah, they're fast. I mean, they're just like grizzly bears. They're yeah. super explosive. And it doesn't take long for them to be on top of you. So the bear's mauling her pretty much instantly. 
and she like pretty much blacks out from shock or from whatever and then wakes up numb with the, legs yeah exactly from <laughs> numb legs <laughs> <laughs> being so cold and she wakes up with her face down in the sand kind of on the edge of the spring and the bear's mauling her and it's got her face in its mouth and she wakes up with like its eyes right next to her eye oh wow and it's biting her and she feels her eyeball pop oh, and she gosh. feels like her scalp being ripped off and she feels all these crazy things happening to her face so it the face was in the mouth the eyeball is popped and yeah. the scalp is gone. So she, yeah, she, she's got like not even a head anymore. Yeah, exactly. She, I mean, she thought the what eyeball had completely popped, but really yeah. it kind of gone around it. And so then as she's there, she starts to see these things fall down that she thought were like chewing gum, which she thought was, you know, weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then she realized it's their teeth and the bear had, it was like inside of her jaw and had ripped out of like, I think she lost like 14 teeth and wow. it was spitting them out. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah. So this thing's like full on. This is a full on predatory attack. Bear That's like a cartoon. Her. Yeah, exactly. Where like an animal, like. <laughs> so she's on the ground. She is seeing the bear literally spit out her teeth and she's being mauled. And the bear, this whole time, you know, the bear has had her face in its face. And it takes this quick break to spit out her teeth. And when that happens, as it's spitting out her teeth, she shoves her finger in its eye. And, Smart. Yeah, and actually gets some of its eye, and the it, the bear stops for a second. You know, it pulls away for a second. And in that split second, she... Eye for an eye? Yeah, an eye for an eye. <laughs> She's like, you took mine, I'm taking yours. Uh, <laughs> she gets up, and she yells for her dogs. And she has two dogs that were kind of sleeping around a bend in this little creek or whatever. And it's like a big mastiff that had been involved in a dog fighting circuit uh, that she rescued. Oh. And then a big wolfhound, too. So she's got big old dogs. And they hear her calling, and they rush in, and she blacks out again. Like, she uses kind of every last strength she has to call the dogs, and then she blacks out again. Mm. And she wakes up to all three of them fighting on top of her. And the dogs are going crazy, and, like, she hears them yelping, and she sees the bear, like, bite one of their stomachs and stuff. And this is all happening on top of her, and she suddenly has this realization, like, I pretty much just sacrificed my dogs to this bear. I need to make good use of this. And so she gets up and crawls off. And she gets away from the bear, but she's completely blind pretty much like from the blood. And then she's lost her contact lenses and one of her eyes is essentially gone. And she's her, like her, she thought it was like a baseball cap, but it was actually her scalp was like hanging down in front of her face. And so she can't see and she's in all these brambles and wood. So she's trying to navigate her way down to this pond where she knew she could get kind of her bearings, but she can't find it. And so she, luckily, like this, one of her dogs, I think it was the wolfhound, shows up. And she puts her hand on the dog's head, and it, like, guides her through these brambles down to the pond. And when she gets to the pond, and she can still hear the dog, like, fighting, and the other one, the wolfhound goes back to fight with the bear. When she gets to the pond, she can navigate her way to where her truck is. But then she has to drive this weird kind of logging road down to the fire station, which is like the closest help for her. So she drives pretty much blind on this logging road down to the fire station, like lurches into this fire station that's like staffed. And she's like, she's kind of a sassy old lady. I listened to a few interviews of her and and I guess when she got there, she yelled out like, honey, I'm home or something. (laughs) (laughs) And so they like run to her and and one of the, like it was like a younger fireman was like, you're going to be okay. And she was like worried about him even because he was like the same age as her son. And she was like, I promise I'm not going to die on your station or whatever. And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then um, 
she told this guy her last message to her son and all this stuff because she at this point she like assumed she was probably dying because her face she describes it as her face looking like a chunk of hamburger and and you can find pictures of her mauling on online and it is pretty bad i think i won't yeah there's a few really 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 there's one where the dude completely had his face ripped off Ugh. like no eyes no anything's left and somehow the dude survived hers was pretty bad though like it it's pretty gnarly so then yeah she gets she gets like life flighted out um she goes through a ton of surgery right off the bat to kind of stitch her back together and make her look somewhat recognizable and they save her eye and then they she pretty much has to eat out of a straw for like a year and a half because of this like while they're reconstructing her jaw Mm. and she again like her main the thing that she said was the worst was dealing with health insurance because she had to have tons and tons and tons of surgery and you guys should really listen to her interviews sometime because she really is this kind of funny old badass woman that just lives out in the middle of nowhere oh, that comment is so good yeah, yeah. honey i'm home and <laughs> yeah. you're just missing half your face yeah and she's really sweet too she was super concerned about her dogs yeah i was gonna ask yeah so she assumed that they had died and um when her son came to visit her, she asked her. She asked him like, "What happened to the dogs?" And he was like, "Oh, they're fine." What? They came back to the house, and we gave them some antibiotics no and washed them off, and they're fine. And actually, this picture—I have a picture of them. It's pretty funny. The picture's captioned Elena's heroic dogs, and then her cat somehow <laughs> worked its way into this picture. It's like these two huge dogs that saved her life, and then the cat's like standing in front of them too. So hey, describe the picture for uh, our the listeners. picture is because have, they can't actually yeah, see. I just your wanted to, I wanted your guys' reaction there. <laughs> we have the mastiff laying down on the ground, looking very proud. The wolfhound standing over him, and then the she's got a pretty fat cat that just happens to be in the picture. <laughs> just as well, photo bombing, looking right at the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think the cat helped out at all? I doubt it. I really doubt the cat did anything. <laughs> well, I don't know. She wasn't there for the full fight. That's true. She was guarding the house. Yeah, and the cat definitely looks like it fits in. in She's guarding the honey. Uh, (laughs) So she makes it through. She actually, like, if you look at photos of her after all the reconstructive stuff, of all the bear victims I've seen and the plastic surgery and everything, hers is probably the best. She looks very normal and like actually like kind of pretty for like an older you know an older lady yeah um scale of one to ten yeah you know, I'm, <laughs> just I'm, not, I'm not gonna get into just that uh yeah she i mean for having your face ripped off by a bear no that's great she did pretty good yeah, yeah. it's surprising to me that the bear like stayed and fought the dogs yeah because like we worked with bears and we would use dogs every now and then and it's like they don't like dogs they want to get away as fast as they could well so all of this probably happened really quick Uh, for her it probably felt like a long time well if the bear is like 10 feet away when she first saw it yeah Yeah. well i'm just saying that from the point where she got away from it to where the dogs chased the bear off it probably didn't take a whole lot of time for the bear to figure out like i don't really care to mess with it's outnumbered by these dogs and they're going crazy yeah so the bear probably got out of there pretty quick and didn't like yeah i'm guessing like you know if you have two dogs that are fighting the bear it maybe just didn't feel like it had a way out and so it like kind of held its ground uh yeah the thing about this attack is it most i read a i read a lot of different kind of articles about it and there's one or two of them where like she surprised the bear she came out of the well I think this was a predatory attack. I think really? generally black bears, there's really, really, really hardly any incidents where they 
are surprised by someone and then decide to attack. Mm-hmm. They're, like we talked about earlier, their number one thing is just to get away. And this bear had everywhere to go to get away. It didn't need to come at her. She didn't corner it or anything. And so my guess is that it kind of heard her messing around, saw she was by herself, and decided that she was a meal and went down and attacked her. It's um, a good strategy to wait till her legs were yeah, numb. Legs. <laughs> hard, to, hard to run when you're, you can't feel your legs. It, the other reason I think it's predatory is because she was putting up a pretty good fight. And the thing, the bear just stuck on her. Kept going. Yeah. And so th- that idea kind of shows that it wasn't just trying to get away. It actually thought that she was a meal. And right. for it to even stick around when the dogs come in, yeah. you know, this is a bear that, who knows, it could have been a bear that was desperate for a meal. Maybe it was sick or old or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe it was just a bear that decided a person is a meal. Well, I remember you telling me once that with black bear attacks, it's almost always because they want to eat you. Yeah. Black bear attacks aren't very common, but a grizzly bear is going to attack you because, you know, it stepped on a thorn and it's grumpy. Right. Yeah. Or like, or you you're it. in its territory or just yeah. it wants to. Yeah. <laughs> but a black bear, it's probably not going to attack. Well, it's almost for sure not going to attack you. But if it does, it's going to try to eat you. Yeah. And that's why when you, when you surprise a black bear, like we've surprised some black bears before, or we've seen oh, some yeah. pissed off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Picture like a surprise party times yeah. three. <laughs> what does, but Jeff, like what happens when you, when a black bear is angry at you, what does it do? So in our traps, when we would have one in there, yeah. um, they clack their jaws. Yeah. And then, yeah, they would kind of smack their tongue like that. Yeah. And, and they go, <laughs> uh-huh, lots of snorting face up on you. Yeah. So there's this whole kind of suite of behavioral things that the bear's saying, I'm a bear. I don't want you to mess with me. If you mess with me, it's going to be bad for you. And what, what that bear's trying to do is get you to leave. Right. And so if, if you see a bear doing those things, it means you're too close to it, but it probably doesn't mean it's going to attack you because really all that bear wants to do is create some space between the two of you. Mm-hmm. But what happens with these attacks when it's a black bear attack is you don't get any of that. What you get is a bear that's being really quiet and not giving you any of these signs because what it's actually doing is stalking you. And so you don't see any of that. You don't see the clacking. You don't see the bluff charge or any of that stuff. You see a bear that's like sneaking up on you, and that's probably what happened to her. And in those cases, you got to do what she did and just fight it off because it's not trying to just neutralize you. It's trying to eat you. What do black bears usually eat? What are they usually looking to eat? I mean, their their typical diet's vegetation or insects. A lot of berries yeah. and grass. Berries, so, grass. I mean, the, it wasn't just like a case of mistaken identity. The no. bear didn't think this no. woman was like a berry a or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty smart, uh, and like okay. a bear in this area too would have had seen it. Would have seen some people before and some berries before. <laughs> right. It, and it was mid July, so it was probably right into like berry season. So this bear was yeah. probably pretty well fed. But yeah, I, I mean, it probably just wanted to try killing a person you know not not for a thrill but it was probably like maybe i can eat this yeah and she's by herself it like i said it hardly ever happens but when it does it's almost always a predatory black bear yeah that's crazy yeah those dogs i like those dogs a lot they're great dogs yeah so we're gonna we're gonna talk about another quick one that while we're on the top of black bears do you guys want to ask any other questions about elena hansen no about her attack it's not a whole lot you can really do there is. See, we're going to talk about I that. gouged it. <laughs> yeah. And you like it. Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll talk about that. Sure. All right. So the second one, this is a more 
kind of traditional black bear attack in quotation marks, but it's one from the early 1900s in Yellowstone, which was kind of the Wild West when it came to black bears. Uh, this is back in the day when black feeding bears... Feeding the yeah, bears. Yeah, they're feeding them. They're doing everything. It's a very different park from what we have now. Uh, I couldn't remember... <laughs> This is kind of funny. I couldn't remember the title of this story or anything, but I remembered what happened. So I Googled black bear breasts, um, and that's how I nice. found this story. Yeah. <laughs> any, prob- any other good black stuff in breasts. there? No. I probably, <laughs> I probably stumbled across this story a couple times then. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read it to you guys because uh, I haven't memorized this one. But pretty much this is, so this is an excerpt from the book Death in Yellowstone. Um, it's one of the earlier issues of that book. Great book, by it the way. It is a great book, yeah. yeah. So essentially, this one's talking about how a black bear gets the blame for an attack that actually wasn't its fault, which is something that used to happen a lot in these national parks where there was you know, rampant feeding and everything that we talked about. Right. Okay, so uh, this is talking about an author who was in the park in the 30s, and he found a ranger impatiently talking to a woman. And the ranger says, lady, you mustn't do that. You've been told time and time again not to feed that bear. Oh, he won't hurt me, replied the lady. He's so cute standing there. He's the (laughs) gentlest bear in the park. Yes, I know, assented the ranger wearily. But even tame bears hurt people quite often. They don't mean to. It's always an accident. But the injury is just as bad. It's against the rules. Why can't you obey the regulations? Which is interesting to me because now the rangers are just like, here's the citation. You know, it's not like please do this, like this guy, you know? And she says, oh, bother the regulations. (laughs) You rangers are always harping on regulations. This bear is hungry. Look here, I'll show you how eager he is to get even a small morsel of bread. The ranger shook his head. I really wish you wouldn't feed the bear, he said. And he rode away without waiting for the lady to demonstrate how hungry her pet bear was. Life was probably pretty dull for this woman, staying all day in a camp with nothing much to do but admire the scenery. When a car drove up a few minutes later after the ranger had gone, she called to the people, let me show you my bear's trick. He's just too cute for anything. They gathered around the woman (laughs) as the woman held a piece of candy at full arm's length above her head. The bear, a great black fellow, rose on his hind feet and easily reached the candy. The woman backed a few steps away and offered another piece. The bear followed, walking on his hind legs, and took the candy as before. It was fun to make such a big fellow walk around and eat candy out of her hand. Everybody (laughs) laughed and applauded. Such quaint creatures, these bears, exclaimed one of the ladies from the automobile party. (laughs) So tame, ever so cute and gentle. They watched until the woman tired of the game. She stood directly in front of the bear, facing him, but offering no more candy. Go away now, she ordered. No more candy for you today. (laughs) She did not move, and as the bear dropped down on all fours, he put out his feet toward her, much as he would a tree or any convenient object to ease his descent. The women screamed as his paws touched her shoulders. His claws, sharp as knives, seeking a support, ripped through her clothing and skin. They tore deep cuts a foot long across her breasts, and blood spurted from them. The woman fainted. The bear backed away and disappeared in the pandemonium. One of the men ordered an ambulance by telephone, then drove post-haste to the ranger station. There, the apprehensive ranger heard the familiar tale. Something terrible happened. A bear just tore the breast off a woman. Kill the bear. He must be killed. He is a dangerous bear. Kill the wicked bear. So the story went. People who very few minutes before thought the bear was cute. So this happened all the time in Yellowstone back in the day. There was a, there was a, somewhere in here it talked about how many, oh yeah, it said for the month of September in 1924, they had 88 bear bites in Yellowstone. No, in West Thumb alone. So just one little tiny part of the park. So in one were, month? Yeah. What? And it's because people were feeding them and they were just getting like so used to people. 
And this woman got her breasts ripped off because she, you know, was just so comfortable with this bear. Yeah. And it just kind of shows that, yeah, they're, they're an animal that doesn't, you know, they're not like a vicious animal. They're not an animal. Like you couldn't do that with a tiger or lion or something like that, but they also are a predator and they're an animal that's equipped to kill things. Mm. So even one just kind of like falling down on you can rip you up real bad. And that's completely different from Elena's story where she was actually, you know, hunted by one. Right. But those are both like two very different stories about black bear attacks. So you said that one, that bear was uh, unjustly accused. What what happened? Did it like go to court? (laughs) Did they, you know, have a knockdown, drag out legal affair? No, it was just, I just mean it was an animal that was just doing what people were trying to get it to do. They didn't kill it though. I don't know. I don't know. I could see this being I bet they probably killed it. Oh, or at least see, some bear. Yeah, like, yeah. They probably want to kill the bear to make them happy. Yeah, man. So yeah, th- those are two kind of very different black bear attack stories. Yeah. Um, the second one being much more kind of a common thing that happens. Someone invites a black bear into their campsite by leaving food out or doing something like that, and generally most black bear incidents in quotation mm-hmm. marks revolve around bears that are food conditioned. That mm-hmm. for some reason they've gotten used to human food. And they like it so much that they're willing to kind of jump over that fear of that natural fear that they have of us. Mm. And that's not a good thing for humans or for bears. But in the other case with Elena Hansen, that wasn't the the situation. That was a bear that just decided to be a predator. So the moral of the second story. Cover your boobs. Yeah, we're like a breastplate. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the bear could like sense that she had breast cancer or something. Just trying to help her out. Or maybe, it was, maybe she had like way more candy and the bear's like, dude, <laughs> come on. What kind of candy do you done. think it was? Probably Bitto honey. How old was she? Uh, it didn't tell. But it sounds like she was an older woman. O- over 50 is, had to be butterscotches, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Or those like weird stuff. We could talk about ones. this for a while. Um, all right. Well, do you want to go to categories? Yeah, we can we can we can jump into categories. Or do you want to do what yeah. I wanna know. If I were in either of these positions, yeah. well, obviously I'm not going to feed a bear out of my hand, bit right. of honey. But like, what is the general consensus uh, as to what you should do to prevent these kinds of yeah. attacks? Yeah. So with black bears, uh, in a, in Elena's case, she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. You know, aside from maybe like being out by herself, but she had two big dogs with her, so yeah. she was probably fine. She just ran into the wrong bear. Uh, with this other person, obviously you don't want more ever candy. Feed them. Yeah, more candy. <laughs> Smaller. Yeah, no. uh, you don't ever want to feed them. You don't ever want to like attract them into your campsite or leave anything. Once food is in the mix for them, a lot of their natural kind of instincts go out the window. Right. Because our food is so calorie rich and so attractive to them that eating a handful of candy to that bear is the equivalent of hours and hours and hours of eating berries. So. It really is something attractive to them. In the wild, if you're out hiking or something, it's great to have bear spray. Bear spray will stop any black bear attack. But really, it's it's grouping up. It's being in groups of people, making noise. And if you do encounter a black bear, honestly, if you continue making noise and just kind of let the bear do its thing, it's going to run away. They don't attack groups of people. If you're by yourself and you see a bear that's stalking you, kind of like Elena Hansen, mm-hmm. um, then what you want to do is make yourself look as unappetizing as possible, you know, and you do that by like throwing rocks, making a ton of noise, not showering for a couple months. Exactly. So you should be perfect. I'm ready. Uh, (laughs) No, but just making the bear realize that you're not going to be an easy meal 
And then if it does actually come at you and a black bear ever, it does actually attack you, Mm -hmm. you fight it off. You don't go into the fetal position. You don't do any of that because it means it wants to eat you. And they'll give up easier than a lot of animals. Yeah. Well, and and you just don't have any other option because if you do decide to lay down or whatever, then you're just giving it an easy meal. So you do want to fight it off. But like a grizzly, you're not going to be able to fight it off. No, Like a black bear, you might be able to at least deter it a bit. Yeah, and with the grizzly, your chances are that the grizzly is attacking you just because Get you're you in its territory. It. Yeah. And it's just trying to neutralize you. Yeah. But with the black bear, if it attacks you, it's probably trying to eat you. So laying down doesn't do anything. Um, so fighting it off, is that's that's kind of what you do. But bear spray is a great tool. Yeah. If you're, if you're in bear country, having bear spray with you can't hurt and especially because it would work on like a mountain lion or a moose or a person you know there's a lot of things you could use it on and to piggyback off of wes so like for the second story just don't feed animals because they're always going to want more food you know if you're out of food that's a problem right and that's not just bears like just don't feed wild animals yeah because they don't understand that you're out of food right exactly you're just bringing them in closer yeah and then just black bears in general i think it's important that everyone understand almost always they won't attack because the best thing you can do is hold your ground so don't get too afraid if you see one in the woods try not to because the worst thing you can do is turn around run away type of situation so even though there is the small chance it'll attack you if you act confident that's still your best yeah option because suddenly it's okay this isn't food like it's not acting like food because food for an animal like that for a black bear runs away and so if you do run away it triggers that predatory response you know it might be trying to figure out what you are and then when you start running it's like oh that was food you know because it ran and so then it chases you down you're probably not going to get attacked but like elena for example she was attacked and she didn't do anything wrong you know the thing that might have helped her is she had heard from so many people that black bears don't attack and had she had maybe like a little bit healthier fear of them she might have had bear spray with her or called the dogs right away yeah or had the dogs with her at all times so that is the thing is like you should have a healthy a healthy respect for these animals and understand what they can do to you because, you know, getting your face ripped off isn't cool. Which story do you think is better, Jeff? Not the breast one or the face <laughs> one? I like the quotes in the second one, the Yellowstone one. Yeah, it was But good. the face one was more exciting. Yeah, it's hard to, like, to put yourself in the shoes of these people in the 1930s. I fantasize about being able to go to Yellowstone when there just was no rules because it seems kind of fun. That's the funniest, like, the funniest thing for me is that the ranger is just kind of like, okay, Whatever, I'm do out what you're going to do. I'm going to yeah. leave. You would think they'd be like, so this month alone we've had 75 yeah. people die. They used to, like, hot tub in the hot pools there. Yeah, it just seems like the rangers were there to give advice. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you probably shouldn't do that. It might rip your boobs off. And she's just like, oh, no, he's gentle. He's cute. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get into some categories. So, first category. Black bear versus our last animal, the tiger. Yes, Siberian tiger's killing it. Grizzly bear's killing it. How fast will the tiger kill it? 
American black bear getting killed by a, a tiger is pretty quick. So say really? this is March Madness. Where yeah. would this black bear, like what seed would it have, do you think? Would it be like a five seed? Well, we got to know. We don't have enough animals. animals well, right. But like 64 of the strongest animals. Just, I'd, put them, I'd put them somewhere in the middle. In the middle? So yeah. like a six or seven? I would, like a mountain lion versus black bear be a pretty good fight, I think. Right. I'd probably have my money on the black bear. Mm-hmm. But they're sure. not beating like lions or tigers or grizzlies or polars or anything like that. Okay. But there's, but I mean, like North American animals, they're going to do pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're up there. Yeah. A pack of wolves would kill a black bear, though. And maybe even, one, maybe even a full size wolf. wolf. Uh, it'd be a, a good dire fight. Wolf. It'd be a good fight. A dire wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I think we know where it ranks. Should we do our favorite bears? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Let's favorite, try black bear, but if you want to just throw a bear out there, favorite, we'll let it slide. My favorite bear is probably the one that. That attacked the woman in Yellowstone in 1930. Yeah, it seemed like it had some <laughs> cool tricks. Yeah, I like those hockey bears. Those are. Oh, those are nice. I think those are grizzly bears, though. Oh, are they? Yeah. You have a Black favorite bear. bear from our project? Yeah, I mean, my favorite bear from our project was probably Libby. Wow. Who was like Libby was a little cub that we caught, and uh, and she was small enough that we put a little coyote collar on her, and then we followed her later. And put a normal size collar on her. And it was just fun because we saw her whole life. And we caught her with our good friend Clint, who was like the coolest dude that has passed away. But he was just such a cool kind of backcountry camp cowboy kind of guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mauve is the one we kept catching over. We caught over, her like right? four or five times. I think that is my favorite yeah. because like she was pretty trap happy. We pulled her out of the trap and she was like kind of pretending to be asleep and ran off. We have a video <laughs> and, like, of fell asleep <laughs> yeah. like a hundred yards away, and then she just every day we caught her again, and yeah. then we had to chase her with dogs so that she wouldn't be comfortable around humans. in the traps. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't want her thinking that the traps were like a good source of food. We had to do the dogs to show her like, okay, sometimes this is really gonna suck. And so she after that we didn't really catch her again. The bear in the Simpsons is a good choice. That's a good bear. That's a funny yeah. bear. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, you said was a black bear. Winnie right? the Pooh is based off of a black bear. There we go. Yeah. You're sticking to you Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. You Easy love choice. Winnie the Pooh. He's okay. got some funny Pooh's making a good comeback with like the meme age. He's yeah. got some funny memes. He's... Yeah. So yeah, I I'm gonna go with Libby. Our bear Libby that we caught. She's my favorite black bear. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So where can you see them? So we're talking about North American black bears here. There is an Asiatic black bear as well. But North American black bears range from Mexico up to Alaska. So anywhere in their territory, you can see them. There are places that are a lot easier to see them. So like somewhere like Yosemite or Yellowstone or Glacier, some national parks that have really good, healthy black bear populations. And then British Columbia has a lot of black bears, too, that are oh, pretty really? easily visible in Alaska as We've well. We've seen them out there in British Columbia. That's true. Yeah. How, many, how many black bears would you say you've seen in the wild? Oh, I bet I've seen over 200 black bears in the wild. Holy mackerel. Yeah. yeah. Yellowstone's a great place. Yeah, I mean, we had one them. Yellowstone trip where we saw 15 bears in one trip. If so. you go, what, Yellowstone, go to Hayden Valley, you'll probably see yeah, a tower, black bear. Yeah, Tower Junction Towers. is where yeah. you see the most, so... And again, mostly, by and large, it's a safe experience. It is. I mean, especially if you're in your car, you're fine. If you're not feeding them candy. Yeah. If you're camping in black bear country, it's really important that you keep your food out of your campsite. Um, So put it in a bag and hang it or put it in a bag and keep it away from your campsite. But that's the main thing is like avoiding 
feeding bears by accident. That first story took place in what Sequoia? Yeah, it was in it was near Bakersfield, the Sequoia Mountains. And they're good um, at climbing trees. They are. You think they climb those sequoias? The sequoias. This wasn't in like Sequoia National oh, Park. Oh, that'd it be was, sweet yeah. to see oh, a bear climb like they a do. four mile tree. I did have tree. a random question. Mm-hmm. You know, like those Hawaiian guys who are super fast at climbing a coconut tree. Yeah. You think climbing a coconut tree they could out climb a black bear? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, just, you I mean like if anyone guys, knows, call it. You mean the guys from like the South Pacific and Hawaii and everything? Yeah. yeah. Maybe have a real bear expert call in <laughs> that knows the answer to these kinds of questions. Wes is a real bear expert. Just I mean, he's seen so over, we get it. Would you say twenty thousand black bears? Yeah. yeah. In one trip, that one time. <laughs> That's crazy. They're flourishing. Are there bears in? The South, like deep South, yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, so like Florida has bears, Louisiana has bears. Oh, um, that's interesting. And and an interesting thing too is in the deep South, like in Florida and stuff, they don't really even hibernate like they do here. Oh, because it's so warm. Yeah, because they have food throughout the year, so they don't really need to. Oh, yeah. Okay, they're missing out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Three months straight of sleep. Yeah, longer than that for some of them. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. Our bears, it's like five five months. So. How are we messing things up for them? This is a, you know, they they do pretty well. They live pretty well on the fringes of society and they do a good job of adapting to human presence. And they're such an adaptable animal just in what they can eat and what they can do that they're doing all right. They're not endangered or threatened or vulnerable or anything like that. But really it's just habitat loss um, and hunting are both pressures on them. But But for the most part, black bears are doing pretty well. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. After these past few where there's like one tiger left in the wild. Exactly. That last episode (laughs) was kind of hard. Yeah. Okay. So do we like this animal? This is our last category. Uh, This is one of my all-time favorite animals. I mean, a good part of my career has been spent studying black bears. So they're, they're, yeah, they're a favorite for me. Mm. Yeah. Definitely like it. If I were to get like an animal tattoo, it's probably number one on my list right now. I would agree. A black bear. Yeah. Yeah, Really? I mean, we work with them. Yeah, I don't know. I'd probably have to put this in the top 10. I don't know. I feel like if I had more time with pandas, that would be my favorite bear. But right yeah. now, black be- it goes grizzly, black bear, panda. Huh. I don't know. I don't like... I think I don't really like this animal all that much. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's with here. most of these animals we talk about, they pull on the heartstrings a little bit because they're endangered or they're, like, rare a little bit or we're messing things up real bad. Like, they're doing fine. Yeah. Plus, they're, like... The 10th coolest looking bear. Well, I you're think wrong. pandas and polars and grizzlies are like, I'll way give you, cooler. I'll give you the like of all the bear species and koalas, black bears, black bears, and brown bears. Are koalas like, aren't bears. Yeah, they're not bears. <laughs> Koala bears? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're marsupials. Oh, uh, so, but closely related. Black bears and brown bears are kind of what you picture when you see like a bear. There's nothing that, you know, incredible about them. You know, visually, they're like some of the bear species have these really intricate markings like a panda or like a sloth bear has this really beautiful V on its chest and stuff. And black bears get those sometimes too. But I'll, I'll give you that they're not the most interesting, interesting bear. looking bear because we're all so familiar with them. Not the most interesting bear, Ray, but Wes and Jeff. No, that's not what I'm saying. I think they're so beautiful still. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan. But you ever you seen one? Well, they're any... cool too because you can see them a lot of places. Yeah. You know, they're then, like more accessible. That detracts like scarcity. Because Mike's not going to go out and see them anyways. So, like, for him, That's having true. a rare animal is cooler. Yeah. 
But you like black bears. He doesn't. He I just don't see like any them. reason to like them any more than any other animal, to be honest. <laughs> All right. So if you, if I were to say, hey, let's go look at some animals, we can either go see an elk or a black bear. You wouldn't have any preference, really. Hmm, that's a. It's an interesting way to frame the question. Yeah. I don't see either of them really. I think you'd rather see the black bear. Probably. Yeah. But elk are like bottom tier. Animals. Okay. <laughs> And elk for you is just like a horse with antlers. Yeah. It's a bad animal. <laughs> Anyways, we hope you guys enjoy black bears. Don't be afraid of them. They're an animal that you can go out and see in the wild and have a really incredible experience with in a really safe way, but do be prepared for them. So take your bear spray, learn what you're supposed to do if you encounter a bear, hike in groups. But if you do see one, have a good time, you know, take some photos and enjoy the experience. All right. I'll Sounds take that good. to heart. All right. yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. All right. Let's be done. done. Bye. (laughs) See you guys. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically, our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now.